Blake and Michael present Population 536. Hey guys, and welcome back. So if you're listening to this, this is the second one that we're releasing uh, June 1st, which is today. Well, mm. not today. We're recording ahead of time, but we're going to have it ready for y'all. We're fucking so, lying. We're fucking <laughs> lying. There it is. So guys, I cannot actually believe how many followers that we've gotten on Twitter. Um, we're recording this about uh, 10 days or so ahead of launch day. And somehow, out of the generosity of the podcast community looking to make everybody better, we've got over 100 followers. And we only have one informational podcast out at this point that we're recording. I'm I'm completely awestruck. I, I can't thank y'all enough for y'all listening in, following us on Twitter, having communications with us. I, I love it. I love being able to respond and back and forth. Like, I hope that I can somehow help y'all's podcast grow. If y'all are way bigger than us, we genuinely appreciate any kind of traction because for us to have had nothing, we're, we're kind of keeping this away from our friends and family at the moment because we want to do such a good job. And for us to have 100 followers, it, it, it blows my mind. Oh, it blows something else of mine, but I do definitely Praise agree. God. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy, I think. Especially because what was was it literally yesterday at lunch? You were like, "Hey, we're at like thirty-two followers. What do you think yeah. we'll have by the end of the month?" And I was like, "Oh, I think we'd be we'd be good if we had a hundred. And then, not even twelve hours later, we were at like a hundred and two or something like that. So. Yeah, we've launched into a, a number that I didn't even think was going to be possible. I'm gonna be real with you guys. We followed about three hundred accounts, and I genuinely want to try to keep up contact with all of them because. We're only going to get better by being able to help each other out by people seeing our content. And and I cannot thank y'all enough for, for what y'all are doing. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty great, especially cause, um, and we'll probably touch on this later, but we've kind of, uh, I don't want to say done this rodeo before, but we kind of have, and we didn't have nearly the takeoff as we had for this one. So it's, it's pretty sweet that we have the support we do for this one. And there's people out there that are trying to help other podcasts get going. And that's, we, we've gone through a lot of trial and error. So, and this is something that Blake and I really want to get done. We really have something that we are passionate about. We have the tools and the resources now after having so many problems oh with, my gosh, with yes. other projects that we've worked on. And now we're to the, now we're at the point where we can get content out to y'all and grow a fan base before we're even out. Like we've finally figured out like this groove, this rhythm to get into. And we just want to bring this to you. And I, I couldn't be more happier with where we are. Oh yeah. Like, like this, this time or I say this time, this uh, process, we've definitely, we've definitely pre-planned this in the sense that we're going to try and make sure this is as streamlined as possible, at least for delivery and consistency. Cause we, like Michael and I, we we like to stay a little bit ahead of the curve on it because we don't want it to be, say, like there's a week we can't record, so we miss an episode. We don't want that to happen. We'd rather be three episodes in and have a reserve, you know. Right. I'd rather have an excess of content, you know. And and so, we and hopefully this sounds as good as we think it does quality wise because Blake and I are three hours apart. We yeah, we don't record this in the same room either, but it's it's the years of knowing each other that we I know the first podcast we kind of walk over each other a little bit. It, it's just getting these these jitters out that we haven't had in so long that it's only going to get better in time. 
but hopefully it sounds like we're in the same room so that you can enjoy the content the same way that we will. Right. And I, and I was going to actually kind of mention that too, that there, if, if, if the first podcast sound like it kind of not, uh, it didn't really cut out, but if it, if it sounded like it ended kind of abruptly, it's, we had a little bit of a, my internet here is, well, the internet's not really that bad, but my computer kind of gets a little finicky sometimes. So right. we're trying to smooth that out and get the process all figured out and everything like that. So, um, yeah, and that, that's that's what I was going to say. That's kind of the caveat to our particular situation that um, I don't really know if any other podcasts that do it like this where both hosts are remote. Because um, I think I think you and I were talking about that, Michael, right? How I don't I don't, and I'm not super cultured on podcasts, but the uh, first we're the first one that I personally know of that's doing it without us being in the same location. Right. And to go into kind of the project that we worked before, we actually remoted five people in mm-hmm. and talk about work. It was, <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was another full-time job for me because I was editing. I was putting in everything. I built the podcast for the hour that we were going to talk. I had all the content ready. Didn't prep any of the guys it was as natural as it could possibly be. And mm-hmm. it was fun. Uh, we definitely had a lot of learning that we had to do. And hopefully that reflects in this one because we we're set up. I mean, honestly, we were set up so much better than we were. Oh, yeah. prior. Well, and, and, and to give uh to give you guys kind of a glimpse of it, I believe it was, Oh, maybe what may 5th or 6th that Michael, you came to me and you were like, Hey, you know, this is the guideline we want to, I want to launch in like a month. This is our, 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 our uh, list, our, our bullet points. And we're like, okay, bet we have, uh, we probably had like six or seven things on the list that were just kind of like basic stuff and get them done. And we're like, okay, we have a month, whatever, whatever. And the next thing, you know, we have three quarters of the list done in a week and we're like, okay, well, I guess we can just like start recording now. Yeah. (laughs) It's the best problem to have. Like we're, we're so far ahead because we're honestly so passionate about getting this content out to you. We've known each other for so long and we have these terrible stories and (laughs) you know, these first, these first few podcasts, we really want to set the expectation of what we're going to get into. And, and we really, uh, yeah, there's, there's just been some things and we've got opinions and we think we're funny. So hopefully y'all think yeah, we're yeah. funny as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, I think I've said this before. Um, obviously not on the podcast, but definitely to you where I don't think I'm funny at all, but in the same sense, I think I am the funniest person I know at times. And it's a terrible, uh, bipolar version of self-inflection to have, but <laughs> it, yeah, it, it uh, brings for some fun content, I think. We get a couple of laughs and our ego grows, but uh, the insecurities come in and we're like, ah, oh, come on, we're not that funny. <laughs> right. Oh, no, exactly. Well, exactly. what I wanted to bring up to you, and I'm only going off of this because the director <laughs> said that we could, I want right. to talk about Endgame because I have one of, I think, the best fan theories of what actually happened and why there's going to be more. But I wanted to go by you, Blake, and see what you thought about Endgame. Because I was a huge fan. I actually like Endgame way more than I liked Infinity War. I watched Infinity War twice in theaters, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I could watch it again. It's so... There's not a lot of fighting. There's not a lot of uh, buildup. It's a lot of stuff to just take in. Because right. they're they're prepping to have Endgame come out and be what it was. Right. It's a bunch of setup. And see, I'm actually glad we're talking about this because 
this movie came out what a month ago about I, uh, I say at least three or four weeks ago i think it came i think that's about right it came okay. out on like the 27th of mark may okay what month uh, april i'm sorry it's april, may yeah so, yeah, so it was been about a solid month then. it's yeah it's almost been uh, on the dot so we actually haven't talked about this at all because we both saw it opening True. weekend yeah and, i saw it opening uh, night yeah and, and yeah michael saw it opening night i saw it i think the saturday it came out and we just and it's funny because usually we would have talked about this but we just never really um I guess it never came up because it was so early on that we didn't I like I knew Michael had seen it, but I didn't know if he knew it. I'd seen it and they were both kind of busy. But then we were like, hey, this would be a great talking point for the podcast because we haven't talked about this at all. And I think we'll have, I don't say vastly different views, but pretty different because I actually preferred Infinity War to Endgame. And, did. and just to tell, we haven't had this conversation. And just right, to put yeah. put this into perspective, Blake and I talk like no kidding every day. Yeah. For the majority of the day, as soon as I'm off work, as soon as he's off work, we talk, and we have memes that we throw Instagram literally all day, all day, all day. All day. Yeah. Before we even got on to record tonight, I talked to Blake on the phone for 45 minutes. Before we yeah. even got on this, and we're going to talk yeah. for another 45 <laughs> minutes. And as soon as we're off of this. I'm going to go eat dinner and then we're going to play video games for probably two hours. Yeah. Like th this, this is conversations that we just have, but somehow right. I, again, I, like you said, I don't know how we have not talked about this. And I, I yeah. think we talked about you going to see Endgame, but I don't know if I actually, I heard you say it, but I don't right. know if I actually grasped it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But that's why I think it's, it's great now. Cause um, there's very few things we don't talk about that early on but this being one of them is kind of cool um and because my my point was because my friends were kind of like yo what the hell like how can you think in-game or infinity war was better than in-game my thing and i and i wasn't saying in-game was bad by any means in-game was an amazing movie i think they had some you know there were really good scenes i think the panoramic shot of captain america facing down thanos's entire army is probably one of the best cinematic vantage points and or portraits i've like ever seen by far um, I, I think it's my favorite of any movie oh, in, in general I, I honestly saw that just that picture just that that like captain america on the left the entire thanos army on the right you know kind of that huge viewpoint of the battlefield i i saw that movie and right after that i was like i don't usually buy stupid shit like this but i kind of started looking for a like printable version of that so i could hang it up because it's so it's like a it's a beautiful piece right anyway um yeah and, it, and i didn't ever think it was, i didn't think it was a bad movie it was a great i just i and i can't really put my finger on it i just really liked infinity war more and i think it's because i'm i guess sadistic in the fact that i liked infinity war because more people died and okay it, it, because and i told you know i told uh one of our other buddies about this too, that I, cause you know, he finally saw it and I talked to him and I said, you know, I, I honestly thought I, I, I was always saying, I hoped more people would have died, but I kind of think I, I really meant to say, I thought more people would have died. Um, and obviously, like you said, we're, there's no need in saying spoiler warning. It's been out long enough to where you should have been able to see it by now. Um, <laughs> oh, for sure. There's also, there's also so many memes by now. There's no way you don't know what happened. The director said 
you had two weeks before you could talk about it and we're right. a month out. So right. we're right. Yeah, so for sure. So for those of you who don't know, who will now know, um, Tony Stark dies, Iron Man. Okay. Yes. Aside from Iron Man, Thor was probably my favorite character of the, the universe. I honestly fucking despise Captain America. Now, it, it, and I, it's not even the fact that like, oh, he got to hold Thor's hammer, so he was worthy. That was pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. But the character in general, I just have never cared for. Half of it's because okay. it's Chris Evans, because he pisses me off. The other well, half is I think he's just so – he just – he does whatever he wants, regardless of if it's right or wrong, and, like, still gets justified for it at the end of the day. You know what I mean? That's my biggest yeah. thing. I, I get where you're coming from that. But can we give Chris Evans credit where credit's due? So I saw this. He has been Captain America each year for the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. His yeah. first debut <laughs> as Captain America was in 2009. And he was some kind of Captain America each year. Yeah, he's been in, in a movie once as a Captain year, America right? once a year for the last ten years, which is yeah, and, crazy and which is to me. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane, and that's why I thought it was it was actually a callback from the movie. I, I really loved whenever he was fighting himself in the past, and he's like, "I can do this all day," and he's just like, "I know, I know." I know <laughs> like, I, know. I, I thought that was a pretty cool little spot, but yeah, no, that I, is America's ass. It is America's ass, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, yeah, I, I guess I liked Infinity War because I really, I prefer the darker side of comic, like real life adaptations. If that, and I know that sounds kind of dark and like emo or whatever, but I like it when you know the characters actually face the threat of realistically dying. You know what I mean? Because yes, and, and my I loved it. The end of Infinity War. But all of the build up to it, it just it took so long for me. Yeah, and it, it was, was don't get me wrong, that it was right. it was great. They did a great job portraying everything, prepping right. for Endgame. Right. But there's so much from the start of the movie to the actual fighting that I know was important and is still important, but it was hard for me to sit through it more than once. Right, and see, I, I've only seen each of them one time, and I know they're all on Netflix now, which I should have watched it before going to see Endgame again. But see, like I didn't, I didn't see Captain time. Marvel before. Okay, okay yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that one either. I, I haven't seen Captain Marvel, and I haven't seen like the third Iron Man movie. Not that it was really relevant, because right. honestly, well, most it of was. The Iron Man movies, it was yeah. to a point because of that kid. Yeah. That kid, That's the yeah. only callback they had was yeah, the kid and, on the bike that runs into Iron Man, or right. I'm sorry, Ant Man, when he comes back, and then when he's at the funeral. That's the only callback yes. that they had. Iron yes. Man, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and I and I only found that out because I talked to my buddy afterwards, who obviously had seen all of them. But um, in this, <laughs> this sounds really dumb, but fifty percent of my reasoning as to why I liked Infinity War better than Endgame was because of fat Thor. If he hadn't have been fat, the whole fucking movie, like they made it like the movie was so much less serious because he was fat and don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was great. It was hilarious. He was literally the dude, you know, with a yeah. like raccoon that he was running around Asgard with. Like, well, was he hilarious. was, he was the big Lebowski. They did a great job of, yeah, portray yeah, the, of yeah. portraying him as that. Yeah. But it was, my thing was like when he was fighting Thanos and he calls the thunder down and like his hair gets all changed and his beard gets braided. 
I thought they were going to be like, okay, now he's just ripped again because, you know, he's going to be fighting now. But they, like, had him fight as Fat Thor. And it's like, I don't, I just, I don't know. I didn't get it. Like, I get that it was funny, but the fact that they took such, like, a pivotal character and made him not serious in, like, the most serious movie of the series, you know what I mean? Right. And, like, it was funny whenever the first reveal, like, it was funny for, like, 45 seconds. And then you're like, okay, but... um is he just going to be a lazy piece of shit the whole movie or because Thor was Thor and Iron Man were my favorite characters. Right. Or at least of the original Avengers. Um, but uh, yeah, that. that so I agree with fun. you. I think they could have, it was funny initially when they're playing Fortnite. It was mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. when Iron Man calls him Lebowski, right. but after, <laughs> after they come back after, after Hulk puts on the infinity gauntlet and snaps, Mm-hmm. After that, I feel like they could have let Thor go back. You know, right, right. You know, I mean, I some kind of reset or something. Well, because after he saw his mom, I feel like that right. he probably could have tried to get into better shape. And like he's a god, so exactly. I don't, and... I don't get keeping him. I mean, I guess. And there's something else. So I know you're in the middle of a thought, but I'm sorry. And <laughs> go ahead. the only reason I brought it up is because I brought up Hulk. I don't know if you saw, but they're going to keep Hulk with his arm messed up like it is. They're not going to let his arm regenerate. That's so dumb, though, because... Because he's got the best regeneration. But my my thought process is behind that. And I know I brought it up just to fight it. You're right. But (laughs) my thought process is, with the technology that Tony had, if if Mm -hmm. Hulk does not get to regenerate it back, if, if he got to regenerate it back then the fight would be why wasn't Tony able to come back? And I think that's why, because Tony's character had to be killed off, that they're going to keep Hulk the same way. Well, and Thanos' arm never healed either, if you notice that. You know, like when they go to kill him on that planet, he's all crippled and shit. Well, he uses it twice too, though. I was going to say, we don't know that that he had healed any, but that he had only killed himself from destroying the stone and i don't know if that was because he was wearing it and he hurt himself again or like what what the process was because we didn't get to see right right and well and that's another thing that i didn't like like smart hulk it was huge fan service i get that but but they took no need for him to be that the whole fucking movie you know but they took his strength away Right. Well, he's it, not as strong as he has been in the prior movies. And yeah, I like think was, it was a mix between him being Bruce and him being the Hulk. Right, because it wasn't because full Hulk with the He God. wasn't one way or the other. Yeah. And well, either through the that. whole movie, he wasn't one yeah, way right. or the other. He's in like this weird middle ground that he wasn't able to use both sides of it. So it made him not as good as he could have been. Right, and I and I I know why they did it because obviously if Hulk was full Hulk, he would not have been able to process putting on the gauntlet and then like thinking a cognitive thought to like bring the universe back or whatever. Which you clearly see in that whole scene where he runs down the staircase and throws Tony oh, and all right. that shit. Exactly, exactly. Which I will say the travel back in time parts were pretty cool. Um, it just seemed like I don't know. I could talk about this all day, but it was. It just seemed like some of it was real, like, oh, that's 
just funny how that happens to happen. But I mean, that's usually how the time travel stuff works is it just kind of has to coincidentally happen. But also, um, Loki has the Tesseract in an alternate timeline. Okay, that's know, so. that's my whole fan theory <laughs> that we're going to get into because it's... Yes. Because technically he would be alive in that alternate universe because if he always had the Tesseract, then Thanos never had it. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so let me, so before we get, uh, before I answer that question, I want to <laughs> lead my theory up to that because I, my thought process is I have an answer for it. Okay. And I've argued this with some people and they agree to it with a point, but it's mm-hmm. at that point that I start to lose people. Okay. okay. So <laughs> my question is, what do you think triggered them being able to kill Thanos? Like, what was the tip of the iceberg to start it? You mean, like, whenever they went back, or... No, no, no. It, from the beginning of the movie. Like, what what, what tipped it? What do you think started the wheels in motion? Um, well, now I'm trying to think back. I mean, I don't want to be cheap and just say Captain Marvel, because that's, like, the final fight scene. Um, so, so, my thing is... Okay, so... Now they're doing this multiverse thing, mm-hmm. but then again, I, I I think it's a loop. Oh, okay. At the same time, okay, because there's a picture of Captain America when he's at Peggy's funeral, and there's a picture of a guy who's sitting a couple rows behind him that looks like Captain America, aged. Oh, okay. But between the end of Endgame. Mm-hmm. and where he was then. I don't know if the directors went this far with it or if it was just absolute coincidence. Right. But if that's the case, right. there could be some kind of loop, and I don't... Because they're doing this whole multiverse thing, and the next step is the Young Avengers, all of that. I understand. Right, right, I understand. Right. But I don't... Because they don't explain this. So my thought process is after Loki gets the Tesseract, where does he? where would he go? My My thought is that he would go back to Asgard at some point. Right. That right? would make so, sense, right? Yeah. But the thing is, when he gets when he and Thor get caught by Thanos at the beginning of Infinity War, he, mm-hmm. you can't see the Tesseract, but he has it, right? He pulls it out of whatever because he is Loki, right? Right, right. So my thought process is when Thor goes back to see his mother, Loki is in jail. But they okay. go back to another timeline. Which we don't know what timeline is what timeline because they it's not explained. Okay, right. so my thought process is Loki gets taken, but he's still got the Tesseract in that that timeline. So okay. when he goes, when Thor goes back and talks to his mother, mm-hmm. the only thing that his mom doesn't want to know is how her future goes, right? Because Thor explains to his mom what the process is and why they are there trying right. to get the ether. Right? Right, right. My thought process is because Thor's mother dies that day, I think Loki found out from his mom what the what was going on, and that was the only one timeline. I think Loki was the rat that stepped on the control panel to let Ant-Man out of the quantum realm. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he just kind of randomly comes back. Yeah. That's my that's my whole. I think Loki was the rat that stepped on that to let Ant Man out to lead to the one timeline that actually kills Thanos, because he found out from his mother because they he escaped in 2012. His mother did not die until Thor Dark World in 2013. 
Okay. Which Loki was fighting alongside of his mother when his mother was killed. See, I didn't see that one, but um, okay, that makes sense. So I can see that because it would be a self. It'd be yeah, it would be a self fulfilling prophecy in the form of a loop. Because right. if, if he came back, he would definitely want to do something to ensure he kept coming back. Right. You know, because he is all about self sustain. Yeah, and I can because see if he that. he knows that he would die to Thor. Right. In what 2016 or 2017, whenever Infinity War came out, um, yeah, or or I thought Thanos kills him. He does, but if yeah, oh okay, you know what I mean because he's putting himself back into that loop. That that's oh, I what see. I okay. think. You know what I mean? I think that Loki was the one that set that off because it's not that far of a reach, right? You know, it's like possible because we don't have the explanation of how the multiverse works. Yeah, right. Or like a full explanation of how they're going to explain it works in their universe or whatever, you know. And the reason why, another reason why I think that is because Loki's going to have his own TV show and the new Disney Plus. So I don't, I I don't know that. Right. So Loki is going to have his own, but is it an origin story or is it current? Right. That's my question. If it's current, then it, it, for my theory, it, it almost works more. Right. Well, and an origin story would be funny because, like, he wasn't he supposed to be like a child of the Frost Trolls that Odin right. brought so in or something. If you if you played the game God of War, mm-hmm. you find out that the God of War is Loki's dad, and his mom's name is it's like Lyra or yeah, well, she's some kind of Norse giant, which is technically like a Norse Titan, right? right. Right. So he's got some kind of blood in there. Now, this isn't explained, but I looked this up. So Thanos actually fought Odin and almost won. So this has nothing to do with the MCU. This has nothing to do with God of War. But right. in mythology, I don't. I guess it's, what is that, Greek or Norse? I don't know how far back. But he fought Odin, Thanos did, and almost beat him. Wait, Thanos is in uh, Norse mythology? Yeah, I, I don't know to what... and I, I don't... Yes. As <laughs> what I was looking up, it took me forever to find this stuff because my another thought process was once he found out like about Thanos in 2012 or 2013 or whatever because mm-hmm. he really didn't know his mom because she was killed, Like I thought maybe he was out for revenge type of thing. That's one reason why he might have helped to do all of that. You know what I mean? right right and that really didn't end up being anything but it was just another thing that i was like well maybe this helps in my case and it doesn't and i don't know i don't know all of that because thanos has been around for a long time and i don't to what extent i don't know you know what i mean like i don't know when he was born or where he came in so you know he is a whatever right okay so you're you're saying he's actually part of like our real world norse mythology I believe so. Unless what I was looking up is totally wrong. And I don't know if the facts check out correctly or not, but it was just something I was looking into. And it was something I found. And it was like a thread that I was reading through and it was this whole thing. And I, to be real, I don't know how honest it is. Cause I don't know enough about it. Right. I don't know enough about all of that. Right. And it could have just, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't really know either. Cause I like, I love Marvel, but I don't, I haven't delved that deep into it. Um, and that's not even in the Marvel Universe stuff. I, I was just, because I was getting some kickback that I was like trying to find as much as I could about 
Loki to mm-hmm. see because that's my thought because he had he saw something when that box got kicked across the floor over to Iron Man. So that right. could I could only imagine what his thought process is like okay, I have the Tesseract now, what's the next step? You know, how does he get taken and stuff right. like that in that other timeline? We don't necessarily know if it's a different timeline because there's it's so gray. Everything nothing's white. Right. Nothing's black and white. It's all gray well, at this point, so I don't know what's what and who's where. Well, and the way that what's her name from the Doctor Strange thing was saying, like it, it, yeah, it doesn't change the current timeline. It just shifts the alternate, or it shifts the the timeline into an alternate one, right, off of its current path or something like that. And then that was like the whole problem. But then the funny thing with that is that because forgive me because i already forgot how did they get the tesseract back because didn't they have to go back in time oh yeah they went like back to like 1960 or 70 something right right and they took it from tony stark's dad right so they don't they had to crush it but they had to crush it to get the stone out so how did captain america return it correctly it and that's something that's bothered me too well and then also like the power stone or whatever is essentially like an ooze and the like, ether, has, yeah, the ether. Like, does he does he have to go back and put that in Natalie Portman or something? Like in Asgard, you know? Like, anyway. well, he had, but the thing is, he had to go and replace. What, what, I, I don't know the name of Thor's hammer. It starts with an M. Uh, oh, but he had to, he had to, he had to go and replace that as well. But right. the last yeah. thing that he would have done is taken back the space stone. Well, no, yeah. So he, well, the last thing he would have taken back is the tesseract. Because he stayed in that time frame, right? Like he well, stayed then, then, so we returned everything else. Well, and but I don't know. He he would have had to, so that there was well, no interruption. But yeah, that well, makes that makes no sense either. I guess that's my current question now too. Is it's like because he went back far enough to be basically in the first Captain America movie, right? Or, or not be in it but like that was like whenever what's her name was that age and it was essentially after the war without him being frozen right so well, no, no no he's still frozen this is a different this is a different captain america living in that timeline the real captain america was still alive that's why i think it's a loop because i think i think old captain america is at peggy's funeral that's why peggy doesn't say who she was married to oh huh well, because I'm just thinking of like how in the ending of Endgame, obviously they're like dancing in their living room. Because at the end of, so before he gets frozen, he taught, that's, that's another, that's another callback. He said that when he was done with that mission, before he got frozen, he was going to go and dance with Peggy. So that was the whole tie back. Right. Well, but my question is, it's like, what stone was he taking back to be in that time? The frame? Tesseract. That he the that they took that they took from thirty or forty or whatever the seventies, but I don't know how he gave it back to Tony's dad as the stone well, and not the space stone and not the tesseract. Well, I guess my actual question is: Did were they like sending him back to multiple time frames as to when they got the parts yes. back, and yes. then he just went? He just stayed in that one because they just show. Yeah, I guess he could leap that many times or whatever and then he just decided to go back to like the 1940s or whatever to stay in that one 
Yes. Um, okay, because that's what I was wondering. Is I was, I was like, what was in even the? Because there wasn't a Infinity Stone in the first Captain America, right? It's the Tesseract. They didn't know that. Oh, oh, that's right. I completely forgot about that. But it's then, the Tesseract, but they didn't know it. They it got crushed, and then they found out that there was a stone in it. And then Loki is a doctor that's trying to figure out the whole stone, and that's another movie. And that's why I think I don't know how they got it. I don't know how it got there. I haven't done enough research where Loki is acting like he's a doctor. I don't remember if it was stolen and he was just part of it. That's why he he has been with the Tesseract the whole time. That's why I think that he knew what was going on in 2013. Okay. I think that's okay. why he became the right because he was he was there. I he can knew the see whole time. That. Yeah, and then my I guess I guess the least believable one is how are you supposed to give the Soul Stone back? But that's my question too, because that's one of Captain America's nemesis too—the red, yeah, red, red skull, red whatever skull, his name yeah, is. Yeah. But my thing is, he was—he was there only because of the stone. He was only a guide. Oh, so my thought like is, it. he's probably not there when the stone's not there. But I don't know where you would return it because when you got the soul stone, you woke up in that the, same the, plane, that pond right? of water. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if he actually had to interact with the Red Skull, and I don't know if they're ever going to address that, but that was my question. How awkward would it be if he had to take it back there? Well, and also, like, how do you give it back? You know what I mean? I, like, I don't know. Maybe drop it off that cliff? I don't know. Maybe. But then also, they got it when Black Widow killed herself. So, like, Correct. technically, would he have to give it back right before she killed? Because, you know, they because they said they had to put it back in time at the moment they removed it from the timeline, right? No, because she can't be brought back. No, I know she can't be brought back, but I'm saying like... So they would do it after. That, that was the whole rule, right? was like, in order right. to maintain the timeline, you had to return the stone at the moment that it was taken to begin with. But there's a there's a gap between when when Hawkeye wakes up and he gets it. Right, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's the one that it's least believable as to how he would have returned it, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's which of course, Which, of course, they don't, you know, address a lot of them as to how... Cause you know, obviously the time stone that they could just be like, oh, hey, like, here, chick, just put it back in your necklace. You know, <laughs> like, that's right. essentially what happens with that one. But, um, and I guess we're probably Delver thinking too hard about it, but. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when there's no explanation and it's been 10 right. years of and, Yeah, of and it was literally, up. it was literally like the last 10 minutes of the movie. They're like, oh, yeah, hey, Captain America dipped and uh, just happened to go perfectly by himself. You know what I mean? Right, and I think it was cool because Bucky knew that he wasn't going to come back. Right, right. They just, he just knew. But one one thing that a friend of mine pointed out was, so when, uh, oh, what's his name? Picks up the shield. Um, Falcon, uh, Yeah, I, I always forget. Is it Sam? No, is it Sam? Yeah, I think his name's Sam, but whatever his... Yeah, Falcon or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. When he says that the shield doesn't feel like it's his, mm -hmm. in the comics, Bucky actually picks it up and becomes, Cap becomes Captain Soldier. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that, which well, would have been it, amazing. That would have been super cool. That, that's what everyone was expecting, but then... But know, he'd be, like, invincible with his arm and the shield. Right. You know? Well, and, and, I mean... I thought the whole Winter Soldier thing was cool until it became redundant, and I was like, okay, it's just a bitch with a metal arm. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's a badass, like, assassin or whatever he was, but in the face of, like, actual superheroes, he was a little meh. 
but I guess right. that's kind of my that's kind of my whole argument with Captain America too is he's literally just like a roided up soldier like he has nothing actually different about him very true um, which I guess is some other people's point as to why he's so good is because that's all he has but then it's like yeah but they're kind of trumping up the fact that he's just like oh he just happens to be a really good fighter with a shield <laughs> you know yeah um but he has, uh, he has he doesn't ever give up i guess is another one because right, he, well, he's just he's just relentless yeah and, and i guess that's his whole thing is like his undying american spirit but my, the turning point for me with captain america and someone put a tweet in it like this and they were like oh hey remember when uh, captain america's best friend killed iron man's mom and then they got mad at iron man for getting mad about it and then tried to kill him <laughs> so that was, that was the point that pissed me off about it is it's like because and then my buddy who's like a freaking hard on for captain america was like oh well he was just supporting his friend it's like yeah but there's like there's like defending your buddy and then literally attempting to kill iron man like he shoved the shield into the heart thing of iron man like he basically was like hey die you know <laughs> well it wasn't die it was tony wasn't gonna stop if he didn't yeah but in the you same know, sense it, it was like he could have done something other than it was a potential kill shot in my eye like but, you know see my thought process behind that and i see it both ways but yeah. i see captain america trying to fight both sides because he's trying to support bucky who's been there for him he's also right. trying He's also trying to keep Iron Man from hurting anyone else because of his blackout rage. So the right. only way that they could have stopped him was to literally defeat the armor, the the suit that he was wearing. Right. I don't right. I don't know if he I don't think that he would have killed Iron Man and he didn't, but he literally had to stop it from working. And and you know, at the beginning of Endgame uh, Iron Man makes it very clear that he is not on Captain America's side anymore, which I right, agree with. Right. And I'm with you that he does pretty much whatever he wants. But right. And then always has like no repercussions for it. <laughs> right. He really doesn't. He really doesn't at and all. And I'm not saying I don't like I don't, you know, think Iron Man's a bad or not Iron Man. I don't think Captain America's a bad character. I just like in the way they portrayed him, he was not my favorite. And Chris Evans played him, you know, you know, very well. And I know I right. kind of dogged at Chris Evans earlier, but you know, it's just I don't know. It was it was the way that he just literally did whatever he wanted, and it was like, oh yeah, no, um, everyone's still going to support you because you're Captain America. But I think it was because I don't know if this was intentional symbolism, but they essentially made him like the country America, and was like, oh, I have to be everybody's fucking referee. You know, I have to be right. Make sure everybody is safe all the time, even though it's not my business. You know, <laughs> like, for sure. Which I get, but well, yeah. to to reach back to <laughs> to reach back, Blake likes Infinity War better than he likes Endgame. I think Loki is the rad the whole time because he's all about self self preservation. I think after he figured out that he dies to Thanos, it was a totally different story. But we're getting to the end, guys. We we really appreciate you. I, I know we kind of went on this long in-game rant, but we could honestly talk about it for another hour. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. You'll have one more podcast out today, so make sure and, and keep them going. They're not they're not going to be over an hour long. We're looking at between 35 and 40 minutes really for a while. Right. And, and unless they, we figure out something else, but we, we want y'all to enjoy them and not, not a full 
five course meal, but you know, right, a nice dinner. Right. And they and they won't all be just this straight discussion like we had this time. This was a lot lighter heart lighthearted. Well, not lighthearted. I guess more um, right. This was a lot more um, discussion if, based than what we right. It's have. it's it's our opinion yeah. based. It's it's we not really a story, yeah. but we this is what we talk about, you know. And and I feel like hopefully this is something that y'all are genuinely interested in so we can continue to give you content, but make sure and follow us at population five thirty six on Twitter. Uh, I'm as active as I can possibly be on there. I, I work full time, but I, I really want to talk to y'all as much as I can uh, follow us. So you can figure out more about our posting schedule at this moment. We're going to have three out on January 1st, January on June 1st, <laughs> Jesus, I don't know what month it is June 1st. And then we're going to have one out a week after one out a week after that good god but i i'm not 100 percent sure on what day we're going to be releasing it so make sure and follow us there and we're going to have as much information out as we can but guys thank you so much for coming out today and listening and hopefully podcast number three is something that you will enjoy just as much as you did one and two for michael and blake this has been population 536